Welcome everyone to the This Common Life podcast. It's great to be with you again. Before turning to the passage for this week, I just wanted to take a minute to express the deep gratitude that I have uh, for so many of you who have sent along encouraging words, uh, even paid for subscriptions and sent gifts over Venmo, uh, for all of you who have shared articles on your personal platforms, and, and the so, so many of you who have consistently read and interacted with the content shared on the Substack. And so thank you all so much. Um, this project is still young, and as I'm in conversation with many of you, I'm discerning the best path forward. But the positive response that you've all given over the past few months has just been so helpful and clarifying in this discernment process. And then finally, one update I wanted to share is that this podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And so if these are your streaming podcast platforms of choice, I'd encourage you to subscribe there to have quick access to the podcast as it continues to grow. So with all of that said, let's turn to the passage for today. Luke 18, verses 18 through 28. A certain ruler asked Jesus, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. He replied, I have kept all of these since my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, there is still one thing lacking. Sell all that you own and distribute the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when he heard this, he became sad, for he was very rich. Jesus looked at him and said, How hard is it for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God? Indeed, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who was rich to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? And he replied, What is impossible for mortals is possible for God. Then Peter said, Look, we have left our homes and followed you. And he said to them, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God, who will not get back very much more in this age and in the age to come eternal life. This story appears in all three synoptic gospels. You can find it in Matthew 19, Mark 10, and here in Luke 18. In Matthew and Mark's gospels, the, the story is often titled The Rich Young Ruler. However, I chose to read from Luke's gospel in order to highlight an emphasis that Luke places on the inquisitor not as rich or as young, but specifically as ruler. Whereas Matthew and Mark offer a more positive light on the story, they present the ruler as one who's seeking counsel, uh, or as one who's eager to become a disciple of Christ. Luke points to the man's identification as archon, as ruler in an absolutely brilliant essay on this passage that was brought to my attention by my friends Yanin and Josiah, Willie James Jennings observes how the rich young ruler enacts a moment with Jesus centered between, quote, 
possession and aspiration, end quote. Highlighting the differences in Luke's, in Luke's telling, Jennings explains how, quote, Luke's account of the man who comes to Jesus complicates his motivation beyond Mark and Matthew's presentations. There is an oppositionality woven with piety. So the man sounds like the cunning lawyer in chapter 10 who makes a very similar query to Jesus. But he also gestures to an obedient posture similar to the depictions in Matthew and Mark. And then finally, Jennings argues that the ruler's question to Jesus, quote, locates Jesus with him in the realm of authority, end quote. Luke's telling of the story speaks to many of us today who are tempted by, like the, like the inquiring ruler, to elevate ourselves or our self-perception as we acquire knowledge and experience. That's to say that as degrees and awards accumulate, as our journals fill with notes from Sunday sermons and our Bible app reading streaks remain unbroken, it's easy to enter into this logic of acquisition. But that's why Jesus' words are so challenging for us today. There's still one thing lacking, Jesus says. Sell all that you own and distribute it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. The logic of acquisition is challenged by the kingdom reality of renunciation. And this reality is nothing short of radical in our world today. To lean on Jennings one more time, it is interesting to see how the rich ruler became sad on hearing Jesus' direction for his life. Yet, to quote Jennings, unlike Matthew and Mark, Luke does not have the rich ruler go away. He stays there, seemingly sorrowfully contemplating the words of Jesus, realizing that he has too much to give up, end quote. This now is the challenge for us. Will we follow in the logic of the rich young ruler, counting the cost and deciding it is just too much to give up? Or will we follow in the reality of Jesus, who offers true life in abundance? Let's pray. Almighty God of eternal life, grant us the strength to give of our possessions and renounce earthly gain so that we might humbly receive the heavenly reward offered to those willing to follow your Son, Jesus Christ, who is our Lord, who, reign, who rules and reigns in the riches and the majesty of the universe, now and forever. Amen.